Welcome to the Newbie Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Patrick, and I'm here to show you the ABCs of exercise and nutrition so you don't have to go in circles trying to figure it out by yourself ever again. Welcome back to the Newbie Gains Podcast. Guys, this topic is all about making excuses and why it was forbidden in our household. So when you first come into a coaching program, especially when it comes to fitness, you want to stop making excuses. You want to stop procrastinating. You probably have a bit of regret from not making any achievements, any substantial achievements that moves life forward, or maybe have low self-esteem. So anyone right now who is listening, I want you to know that it's very normal to get into survival mode. You always think I'm not good enough. You might think I don't have this. I don't have that. You come from a lack of. We've all heard the analogy of, you know, fill your own cup first before you pour into others. But if you look at your cup, it's empty. And when you come from that place, you'd come up with a lot of excuses. And having been in fitness for 15 years, but had the privilege to coach for nine years, I've heard every excuse possible. And you might say, well, Pat, what if it's a legitimate reason? What if that person actually can't train or exercise or eat healthy? What type of belief do you need to instill for you to think that you don't have control of your health? Who gave you that? thought. It's a scary, scary way of thinking. Imagine this, you wake up in the morning and you think, I can't exercise. I can't eat healthy because X, Y, Z. Let me rattle out some excuses that you may have adopted in the past. You know, my Dream Team Academy students, I know you guys had all these excuses, but now you're in the program that's kind of fizzling away when you join, right? For those who are not a part of the coaching program or just listeners, these are some of the most common excuses I hear when it comes to not achieving the body of your dreams. Let me know if this resonates and which one stands out to you most. Oh, I don't have time. That's that's the biggest one. I don't have time. I have a lot on my plate. Here's another one. I, don't, I just don't have any money. Like eating healthy is expensive. Grocery shopping. I can barely like afford Uber Eats. I'm going to grocery shop. I don't have the energy. I have no motivation to get myself in my car, drive to the gym, sign up to a membership, Walk, exercise, move, the whole shebang. I just don't have any motivation to do any of that. Well, I don't have the support, you know, here's a common one. I think it mostly happens to, you know, mothers. I just don't have the support. I support everyone else, but nothing comes back to me. I'm superwoman all the time. I'm super mom all the time. Gonna look after my kids, gonna make sure food's ready for my partner, where I'm gonna fit gym. Or maybe I'm I'm just too weak. Like I don't know where to start. Like I don't I don't have the knowledge to know what to do. How do I actually exercise? I've had all these injuries in my life. And the last time I was fit or active was back in school. And that's been 10, 15, 20 years. Or maybe you're just like really battling some real negative thoughts. Your friends go to the gym, they work out, they they look fine, they look fit, they're active, they're healthy, they're confident. And you're only confident in certain social situations. And when they're out with their friends partying or shopping or in social events, you don't want to go, you go home and you watch Netflix and you're comfortable and like, what if one day? These are the excuses you make or you used to make. What would it feel like when 50 years goes by and your health is actually declining? It's going to get dark real quick, but you're in your deathbed. You're going to think, wow, I could have actually changed this. I'm 55. I didn't have to be on this hospital bed in the ER room because my health is declining. I could have done something earlier. What if your kids were in the room watching mom or dad worried And you know, deep down, you could have done something about it. And your biggest regret was not spending enough time with your kids or your grandchildren. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. You know, the reason why 
One of my biggest core values is not making excuses. It's because of my upbringing. I don't know if this would resonate with you guys and hopefully it would spark some inspiration. You know, I'm not going to sit here on this podcast and blame my parents for anything. You know, they divorced when I was five and I had a very strict father. I didn't get to spend a lot of time with my dad. But when I did, I'd remember every single moment and minute being around his presence He's the only person I've ever feared. And making excuses was forbidden in my home. If I didn't get my homework done, if I didn't eat my lunch, if I didn't get home on time, if I didn't look after my grandma, if I didn't stop playing video games at a certain time, there'd be a punishment. There'd be consequences. And luckily, you know, I'm very fortunate because my brothers would get the the worst beatings. You know, I'd watch vicariously, which sometimes is more fearful. Like it'd be more scary watching your own siblings get beaten up by you. Like not beaten up, but like, you know, uh, disciplined. Okay. There's no bullying in my household. Nothing was that crazy. But I I would see my my brothers get disciplined for like making excuses or like not doing the right thing. My, my, My bringing up was a lot of wrong or right. This is wrong. This is right. So I didn't get a chance to make excuses because even the thought of it, I knew what was going to happen. So it was embedded in me, like a very core young age. And um, when I was living with my dad and my stepmom, that was like the mindset. I would just shut up, do my work, just shut up and be quiet. Didn't get to like, you know, share. You know, I don't really open up on these podcasts, but uh, I think it's really important for you to realize that no excuses, not a marketing ploy. It's literally indebted in me from a very young age. And when my dad and my stepmom like split up, I had to go live with my mom abruptly. And I thought I'd have like more of a loving side with my mom. You would think from like, if your dad's a hard ass, your mom would be like kind of kind. And I didn't know because I haven't lived with my mom in eight years. And my mom, I remember one time, I don't know if she's going to listen to this, but I remember one time I was playing soccer with my friends and, you know, it was a rough, rough game and, you know, not there to complain, no excuses, but I, I subconsciously started to try to make an excuse. So I came home after, you know, playing soccer because my, one of my best friends like accidentally elbowed me in the nose and I came home like with a blood nose. And for some reason, I I think it was a scream for love. I don't know what it was, but I came home and I just started like pouting like my, my face. I was like not visibly or like crying. I wasn't, you can't hear me crying, but you could see that I was sad. It's really sad because like my nose was bleeding and usually if I didn't see my mom I probably wouldn't have been sad but I saw my mom and I think it was just a way for me to like get some acceptance so my mom looks at me it's like well, what's wrong I said oh, I just don't worry about it and then I was like no tell me what's wrong and I, I said to her like I was playing soccer and you know my friend elbowed me in the nose and you know and then I saw so much anger like my mom flipped it and you would have think she'd be angry at my friend she was angry at me just like, why are you going out to play soccer and like getting into trouble? Like you should stop playing sport. You shouldn't be doing that. Now I'm bringing up this story not to like make you think any other way of my mom. She's a very loving, independent, strong woman. She had to raise four boys. You know what I mean? I have a lot of respect for my mom. But I will say I learned a lot of valuable lessons that day when I came home. I'm like, okay, well, if I get beat up at school, or beat up at work, I'm not going to come home and cry about it because my dad didn't care. My mom didn't care. What do I need to do? So... I looked in the mirror. I'm like, well, fucking, what do I do? Like, I'm fucked. Like, I'm screwed. So I started reading. I started reading about fitness. I started reading about being being stronger. You know, this was like what, 2006. So the internet wasn't really popping back then. But, you know, there was like friends talking about footy and soccer. and But like no one had a really strong body. So I'm like, hmm, what about bodybuilding? So I looked at all these fitness people and, you know, there's a lot of uh, YouTube was starting out. So I looked up some influencers on YouTube and they were talking about fitness, how it built their confidence. And I got 
absolutely obsessed obsessed people going to the gym not making excuses when they're tired they still work out they're getting bigger they're getting stronger they walk different they talk different they have more self-respect more self-love more self-confidence and as soon as i started falling in love with fitness everything changed and i want to say i'm so thankful and grateful for my parents to instill that no excuses in me but i'm also very thankful and grateful to share my life with some so incredible amazing humans that have showed me what love looked like because like growing up like well, there wasn't much <laughs> it was a lot of like just discipline all the time so life comes full circle i, I do believe it's a full paradox you know, you can't have the good without the bad. You can't have the bad without the good. So the reason why I'm telling you this story is because guys, like if you never got to go through the experience of being in an environment where excuses were forbidden, well, this is one of them, you know, being a part of this academy, being a part of your own fitness journey, we're holding you to a higher standard. You don't deserve to talk down on yourself. You don't because it does nothing for you. doesn't get anything done. And if anything, it makes you worse. So if you have negative thoughts, trust me, we all have them, verbalizing these negative thoughts either internally, because I know you can verbalize yourself internally and just beat yourself up looking in the mirror, I'm not good enough, I feel like crap, I don't have this, I don't have time. When you start saying all these things, you are literally handcuffing yourself. You are pinning nails through your toes into the floor. You're stuck in the mud mentality is not going to get you out. If there's anything fitness taught me, it taught me that you only get out what you put in. Your body cannot change without a level of intensity with training, without a level of focus, without a level of want, without a level of self-love. You need self-love to exercise constantly. And the more you work out, the more consistent you are, the more you fill your cup. So my message with you all today is that lean into discomfort. Every excuse that pops up in your head, you can always flip it. I'm going to give you some examples, some practical things you can get away from today. Every time you think, I don't have time, I want you to think about this. There's 168 hours in a week. Exercise takes up 0.01% of your week. It's going to be less than an hour. You can't tell me you can't do 50 push-ups a day. You can. You just choose not to. 50 push-ups look like five minutes a day, really. Broken into 10 push-ups three different variations. I know the math. I'm obsessed. I know it. So you can't say you don't have the time. That's not the right question. The right question is who do I know that can create a plan for me that's customized to my timetable and schedule? That's the right fucking question. So you do have the time. Everyone has the same time. Let's have a look at, I don't have money. Well, let's say you have no energy and you lean to caffeine for energy. Well, caffeine's what? Coffee is a $4 a day. This program is less than $4 a day. Firstly, that's for my students. Secondly, the idea of not being able to afford to put your health as a priority is ridiculous because if you look at your parents and your grandparents think about how much money they spend on medication every freaking year think about private hospital you know the big difference between public health and private health i believe is that private health is probably more utilized to people that have family history of disease and chronic illness. And if you're not exercising, I would probably think about private health as well. But I have, my, I have different insurance and the people I know that are obsessed with fitness have different insurance as well. It's called self-insurance, which is I'm going to do whatever it takes to put myself in the best position to be strong and healthy. So if you are not going to pay the farmer now, you might as well pay the pharmacy later. It will add up. you going out eating McDonald's, you going out drinking, you go out smoking, that costs way more, not just in the short run, but in the long run. So yes, I don't have money. Or you could say, I don't know where to start. 
Well, there's only two reasons why you don't ask for help. Number one, you have a big ego. You think you can do it. Or if you can, if you think you can do it, you're ready to be done. So no, you cannot do it. Secondly, maybe you're just afraid to ask. And I was there for a long time. I didn't ask for help until I was 22. So I would skip leg day for four years and then realize, oh, fuck, I don't know. Realize how important lower body training is. And when I started doing lower body training, all my upper body training sessions got better, you know, because your lower limbs are attached to your upper limbs. When you do bench press, you need your legs involved. When you do pull-ups, you need your core involved. You know, everything connects. So, you know, I asked for help reluctantly i'm like there was a there was a like a lady at the gym she was a pt and i asked her for help and you know i was like man why i'm like i don't need to ask anyone for help and she she showed me how to train and i was very humbled you know i didn't know how to squat didn't know how to deadlift and i was in a world of trouble because it was scary like i can do all these exercises but i can't do these i feel like a fraud so i became well-rounded you know I can squat four plates, I can deadlift four plates, I can do a lot of these big things that I didn't think I could do when I was skipping all that training. And that allows me to have structural integrity in my back. So I feel good about that because I know a lot of people that have injuries. So if you are afraid to ask for help, you don't have to ask a personal trainer. It could be a friend that goes to the gym. Like the fact, a lot of you guys ask me for help. And when you asked me for help, I gave you a game plan to get you started. And eventually that game plan leads to a bigger game plan because you build confidence. So it starts with one small question that can lead into a whole different question. Instead of saying, hey, where do I start? Now you're saying, hey, how do I get rid of this fear of not going to the gym because I've been training six times a week for the longest time and I need to recover? How do I get myself a rest day? I'm obsessed. You know, your questions change as you move forward through the journey. It's very exciting. It's very fun. So with every excuse, there is a solution. And every excuse that pops up in your mind, there is another thought you can have. So I'm going to invite you to have more positive thoughts. And you do that by intentionality. So guys, that is all for today. We recapped exactly what this podcast is going to be about. Making excuses and not on. Living with a regret. Don't do it. Increase self-esteem. You do that by starting. So this was my version of making excuses was forbidden in my household. Let me know if that resonated with you. And if you listen to this, drop a comment below and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. Guys, that is all. I'm out. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Newbie Gains podcast and hopefully you got some inspiration. If you did and you want to learn more on how me and my team can help you start getting fat loss results, DM me transform on IG and I'll send you more details.